This is Banging on the Drum. Welcome to episode 30 of Banging on the Drum. We finally made it. We did it. 30. We got 12 more episodes before we can uh, stop being so bad. So in 12 episodes, we're going to be professionals. Um, speaking of professionals, we got Riley going on the, the radio. Yeah. Uh, what's up, guys? I got cool story. I, uh, we actually were doing good enough to get kind of heard by someone in Sun Prairie on the radio. So I might be hopping on that in the next week or two. So that's pretty cool. Taking over Mike's spot. There you go. Good work. <laughs> Do you know uh, what format it's going to be in? Like, are people calling to ask shit? I have. <laughs> I should really listen to it. <laughs> I, have, I have absolutely zero idea. And I, he's the guy's super nice. So I feel like I need to actually come somewhat prepared. So. That might be my homework the next week, over the next week. I hope it's just a call-in show, though. <laughs> is, it a, I, is it a sports thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, let me, I can get the place up. But, yeah, it's a sports talk in Sun Prairie. And I, I know a couple people that I graduated with in high school and in college. I live in Sun Prairie. So, it'll be interesting. It is Sport. He does a sports radio show on Sun Prairie Media Center. Do you know what station that would be? Uh, 90, 98.5, the Prairie. The Prairie. I can, I, can, I can see what it is and come back to you guys later on that. All right. We will. We'll you don't think that the tagline is we're Prairie dogging it? <laughs> we should, we, I should try to get that going if it's not. <laughs> the old Prairie dogs. All right, so you heard from Mike. Mike, what's up? How you doing? Uh, doing well. Not too much is up. Just working, you know, living the family life. All looks the good like, things. Looks like you've been living on Twitter, just crushing it. 3,700 yeah. followers. Yeah, I've been ignoring, ignoring my kids to try to get my follower count up. So I think that's what good dads do. I respect that. All right, let's roll right into this one. I kind of have a feeling we're going to have a quick episode, kind of the lull. I don't know how good you guys are doing with keeping up with hockey in the finals, but personally, not the greatest right now, but whatever. We'll we'll just talk straight out of our ass about that for a second. But So, Mike, what's your under? You do your overs and unders. All right, so my under this week was that I had a pretty mild one, but all mine are mild, so it's not that big a deal, right? Yeah, unless you're um, reading an obituary. But it's, either, <laughs> it's either readings from obituaries with Mike or, or yeah, right. his call on a coffee table. Uh, no, but mine is actually mild this week. So uh, I had to work this weekend, so I only got one day off between work weeks. So just kind of – that's always kind of a downer for having to do that in the summer, but – in April and May, I just had shit going on. So I pushed it out until until now and then had to pay the piper. So I don't like that. So you like have to, is it once a month? Twice twice a quarter. So usually I just try to get them done like right away in April or January or whatever. Like what's the point? Just for like administrative shit or you covering that, down for someone? 
No, so it's the opposite. So it is, um, we don't want patients to get bored. So I'm tasked with running like five hours worth of activities during a Saturday. Oh, that sounds fun. Get some hopscotch going. <laughs> That's what I do every day. So it's all fun. You go out, you play hopscotch. Tic-tac-toe. I should hop- play some more tic-tac-toe. You, we you know. just crushed it for ideas for you in, in your, uh, in your facility. You can do game shows with the people. I bet your yeah. prices right would go over big oh. there if you got. Uh, yeah, I had the prices. We had the prices right on in the day room today, and so uh, the only guy that's sitting in the day room, so he can basically pick whatever he wants to watch. I'm like, oh, you enjoying the prices right? He's like, no. <laughs> We got to turn something else on. And he could have done it the whole time. I get that guy. But Price is Right is great. So he was watching the right thing at the right time. Yeah, but like I said, I run uh, one family feud question every day at breakfast. So Let's hear one. So the today's was, what do you find on a poker table? Chips. Chips. Chips is the number one answer. Cards. Cards is, it's on there for sure. There's only four. Felt. That's that's the last one. Uh, like cigarette ashes, maybe. Nah, nope. I knew that that wasn't going to be there. Um, all right, it's between you and I, Riley. So we have chips, cards, and felt, and sunglasses. I knew that was nope. rich. It's always something stupid. I know that's what I'm trying to think. Um, drinks. Nope. All right, that's it. Money. Poker players, money. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. So that was today's, but I just find them online and do them. So I don't even know if that's a legit one or not. I mean, I'm sure it is. Like, what's a legit one compared to not a legit one? True. All right. And so then, so then my over for the week was that I made myself two strawberry pies, and I ate one of them in 13 minutes. I was pretty then, proud of myself. Then farted on the other one. Nope. And then later <laughs> that day, I ate the other. I ate another half. So I ate one and a half strawberry pies on Thursday. I'm pretty sure there's a lady that got famous for just like farting on things. That would have been yeah. good. <laughs> you don't fart on strawberry pies. You eat those motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they're tasty and delicious. But uh, downfall was I made them, not my mom. It was still pretty good. Nice work. All right, Riley, what do you got for us? Um, start with my under. It happened this morning. I was I wasn't running behind, but I couldn't really like afford to kind of anything going to work to get there on time. Spilt coffee all over me in the center council, and it was it wasn't like super hot, thankfully. But it, it, now my whole middle council is just sticky. And every I feel like everybody's been there. It's just I, I I can't neglect it either because it it already smells because it gets like 150 in my car in the Texas sun so I'm really at a at a, in a tough spot so we're gonna get that detailed this week I think. Oh nice, dang! You're going fancy with it. Yeah, uh-huh. my car is so dirty right now. I'm a dirty car person for sure. Same I here. There you go. I like pride myself in not having a dirty car, so like now I really have to put my money where my mouth is and can't slouch at it. I would have guessed that out of you. I would have guessed Mike was a dirty car guy. I think I've seen his car. 
And then I would guess Riley is a clean car guy. I am definitely a dirty car guy. Every time someone gets in my car, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Normally it's pretty clean. Never fucking is. Always dirty. <laughs> so I got a question for you. Have you guys ever used your car as a sauna on the drive home? I so there's something that I like. I can't put my finger on exactly when I love it, but sometimes when I get in my car and it's like super hot, it feels really good. And I'm trying to think of the time. So I think it's when it's not like super hot out. I mean, it has to be fairly hot out to do it. And then when your car is like magnified that the heat's like trapped in there more. So I guess, yeah, probably have done it. Like I've got my car. I'm like, oh, this kind of feels good. Like Coming out of like a really cold, like, house or like building into the car and then just sitting in there for a minute yeah maybe that's what it is every once in a while i hop in my car and it's hot and i think people be like oh this sucks like and i'm kind of like oh this feels kind of good so a few times i i had been listening to a podcast that we're talking about heat shock proteins and how you should do like 30 minutes in the sauna every day well my drive is was in kansas like roughly 30 minutes it was probably like 90 out and I just rode home with the windows up, right? That's just like, fart. just fart, like fart a couple times, get it real yeah. good in there. Keep it, <laughs> keep it nice and toasty. Um, but just like, I was like drenched when I got like 30 minutes and I was like, oh, that's like a good move. I'll just keep doing that. So I did that for a while, right? Cause it was either windows down or like try to do that. And so now, as long as it's not like super hot, I still do that. Like, but if it's like 90, I don't do it. But today was probably like 73 and the sun had just started shining when I left work and I did it up. You know, just keep, keep the heat up. I'm trying I to like it. And do you feel different? Like when you were getting your 30 minutes of sauna each day? <laughs> nope, not really. Like felt like I was better than other people. That's all probably <laughs> like placebo effect. <laughs> No, I always am curious about that. Like, but I think you have to have like so many things go right for you. Like, like the way Tom Brady lives, you've ever seen some stuff. And I haven't seen too much of the stuff, but like how he does like some kind of oxygen therapy, some sort of stuff. Like, I think if you do all that and you do it very consistently, you feel the difference. But I think if you just add like, oh, I'm going to sit my ass in a sauna for 30 minutes a day and call myself healthy but then some people hear that and that's like the only thing they do they're like why why isn't this working like (laughs) all right sorry to derail you there riley i just no that's fine that's something that i do so (laughs) my over um like i said last week went to the rangers game i got on the big screen and which i mean it's either hit or miss people either love it or hate it I, as long as like, I don't look stupid, that's all that matters. Cause I feel like half the time people are just like double chinned or like shoveling their face full of food. And I wasn't, so I was really, uh, really happy about that. So that feels pretty surprising to me as I watch you on the podcast when you're always shoveling your face full. No, I know. <laughs> no. Cause I don't, I like, I'll keep my eyes on that board. And as soon as they cut to the crowd, I'm like, sitting there, <laughs> making sure. And they had like the, oh, it would have been awful. But. No, that's that's good because, yeah, I got caught on TV. I wasn't on the board. I don't think. Maybe I've been on the board before. I don't know. If I've been on the board, I've never noticed it. 
But do you remember that, Riley? I think you're yeah, the one. That I was literally going to say, I, I remember you being on TV. And, like, I just looked like a fat ass, like, pointing <laughs> at a scoreboard, like, talking to one of my friends next to me. And, like, our whole group of friends got on. I think, I think you can find it on Facebook somewhere. But Were you on the kiss cam with, like, uh, John or something like that? That would have been awesome. Um, <laughs> but – why doesn't the kiss cam guy do that more often? Like just single out like a group of buddies. Like it's definitely like if I was the kiss cam operator, I'd be the biggest asshole in the world. Like I would like find like two, like you could barely clearly see that there were couples and I would go in between the couples. It's so, like the two like, people leaning from like backs to each other. Yeah. Try to get them to kiss in front of their uh, significant others. And a bunch of, if they look like tough guys, like I'd be like, these guys are kissing on camera in front of everybody. <laughs> that might be my new uh, dream CEO job, the CEO of uh, 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 camera production at at uh, sporting events. But I am disappointed you didn't bring Donnie, though, Riley. What the heck? I'm, I'm so glad we didn't, just because it would have been. So we ended up going to like some entertainment place right next door and their stadiums same block as AT&T stadium. And there's a Kenny Chesney concert going on that night. So that whole entertainment center was just packed and my buddy brought his dog and it was, they just had drunk people like nonstop trying to pet him and just, you had to watch him nonstop. So I think I dodged the bullet there and they had, fi- they had fireworks. Uh, with the dogs, yeah, that's yeah, with of, the bark at the park. Yes, <laughs> so they hit a home. Run. The roof was open, so it wasn't. I mean, it's still scary, but like, it's still they hit a home run, and like, I they had fireworks go off. I think they should have had like a dog barking thing, like a big <laughs> and get all the dogs like like barking in the stadium, had, like cats go on the field and stuff. Oh yeah, if you didn't catch by now, Donnie is Riley's dog. I don't think we mentioned that before the story yeah. started. Yeah. Bark in the park at night. Yeah. Um maybe next year we'll do it or next time, but I don't know. He's he's too he just nonstops want to like go see new people and like every other dog there is just sitting there watching the game. It just it would it would look weird. So th- that's what I don't get though. It's like I think you need to take your dog and their shitheads like the first couple times and then they get used to it. You just got to do it. Even though my dogs still are very hit or miss. Like if it's a busy place, it could be bad, but we took my dogs to like a a brewery, like some event at a brewery one time. They were pretty good. Uh, The little one only bit one person. So so we, we were good to go. That's the thing, like Donnie, for some reason, like no matter what, so we got him from another family, so we don't know what happened, but like you'll bend down to pet him and he'll like flash his teeth, which, and then like start playing. Oh yeah. Yeah. People my dog. Think he's gonna I think that's him. a little dog thing. Yeah. He, yeah. Well, and he's young too, right? So yeah, he's not so very he old. He just nonstops, like just wants to play, which I don't blame him. Is that what you got for Bark in the Park? Yes, sir. So under spilled coffee over bark in the park got on TV. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I don't have the greatest ones, but 
So I was working this weekend. So along with Mike's, but then I missed one of my good buddies bachelor parties. So that kind of sucks. You always get the FOMO of missing out. And honestly, I haven't really been to many bachelor parties. Like I've been to Mike's. Yeah. And Kyle, who we had on the show. I think that's it. Oh, and then, yeah, no, I've been to like three or four. So, so that kind of sucked. So that's my under. And then I have another under is that I'm addicted to watching Mike's Twitter and seeing <laughs> how many people follow and unfollow him. And I do got one question. So what isn't is, that an over? No, it sucks. Like, <laughs> it, like how much I look into my phone to see how good Mike's doing on Twitter. It is amusing though. I, I would suggest if you don't do it, follow it. Like at least weekly, see how many more people he's up to. But what what does vouching for someone mean? Like, does that just mean if you follow them, they'll follow you? Yeah. So uh the big guy, so uh there's a guy by the name of like his handle is uh Spoon of Zeke, right? I think. Something like that. I think and, I see his. Yeah. And so basically, if he says that you will follow back, like you can expect to get like 300 people to follow you within like a day. That is crazy to me. I want to see. What yeah. He's so but he's got like 50,000 followers or something. 42,000. Oh, he's followed by Jalen Ramsey. So but what does this guy do? Like he just gets <laughs> followers on Twitter. Yeah, and so apparently he knows what he's doing. That's crazy to me. I wonder if he like monetizes that. Any, any. I think so. The two, the two that are probably the biggest in the in the group that I like follow the most are the one guy's name uh, tag is uh, Saged Up, and then it's Zeke, and they'd have some sort of like if you pay them, they'll help out. Do you pay these people? <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. I couldn't like justify paying anyone for it. And I'd be disappointed if I only had 3,700 because I probably started in January or something like that. And there's people that have way more, that get way more quicker than I. Have. You got to start doing more scandalous pictures and stuff. Start thirst trapping a little bit. We have that yeah, one but... thirst trap Thursday photo of you. I bet you that. Yeah. I gotta post my dick on there or something. Yeah, I bet you but, that would. But work. will like small dicks get that or like? Probably. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so that was my question. Uh, for the over, I seen a bear. I seen a bear this week, and yeah, it was pretty cool. I I knew we had them in this area in Florida. I actually just saw it like probably an hour ago. But man, those little black bears are cute as shit. And I don't even think it's like the little. You should try to give it a hug. I know it's like misleading. I think that that's like, obviously I know like bears are scary. Like, so you wouldn't do that. But I bet you like the first people who got ripped apart by a black bear, like did not see <laughs> that shit coming. They're like, oh man, this little cub is cute. And then they play with the cub because it is cute. And it's like playing with them. And then the mom just comes in and says enough of that shit. You can't play with my kid. So, so question here. This was a wild bear. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. In Florida. Apparently there's quite a few. 
When I was up in Tennessee, we saw three, but I've never seen one in this area. I've heard about it. And like, I'll follow people on Facebook where these bears are just like digging through their trash cans and like, the middle of the city and stuff but it's i'm trying to think how it is around here because it's like pretty like populated so it seems weird but i guess if you go like 10 miles inland like it's pretty wooded so i guess i could see that the bears wander down into the city but who knows like, okay yeah yeah not i didn't think that florida had bears i thought bears were a northern more northern, like Mason Dixon line it up. I could see that because I mean it's black and hairy. But yeah, no, I think there's like maybe more. Bear. No, I, I I have no clue. There's yeah. I definitely hear of more bears in this area than I do when or than I did when I was up in Wisconsin. I think Sparta like one time we had a bear roll yeah. through town and it was like the biggest thing that's ever yeah. happened. Fine. But that's all I got for you. Um, I'm sure there was a better over, but we'll move on. All right. Spicy meatball. I think Mike's the only one with the spicy meatball this week. Yeah. So um, I think that Aaron Rodgers should have not showed up to minicamp. Wait for training camp, which starts in like August or something like that, right? Like late July, early August. Give Jordan Love his reps. Don't worry about it. I'm pretty sure he showed up. He's either showing up. He either showed up today or he's showing up tomorrow. And he doesn't need to. If you want to, like, skip all the offseason shit, you're Aaron Rodgers. I don't need you there. I don't care. I don't know how spicy that is. Is this a mandatory meeting camp? Or, uh, yeah. Yes. I feel like that is. Wouldn't you? He has a lot of new pieces as wide receivers. I feel like you need to a point, he like I get, he gets frozen. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think that it's mandatory that uh, that that makes it kind of spicy because yeah, because if he doesn't show up for a mandatory mini camp, then Thanks. all the people start talking and then shit turns into a distraction. But I mean, to your point, it kind of almost would be nice to have uh, love get some reps just in case something does happen and we have to use love. But I don't know. He didn't show up to shit last year, and you've seen how he came out week one. So hopefully. So, yeah, but I don't care how he comes out week one, right, as long as we have a good season. So if he, if he kind of, like, doesn't play well in week one and then has an awesome week two through 18, I'm okay with that. Yeah, and who really remembers week one from last year, except for me, because I was at I do, for yeah. sure. I mean, yeah, you went to the game. I remember it like being like, oh, shit, maybe we're not as good as I think we are. But to some extent, I didn't think we were going to have a losing season. Yeah, no, I, I definitely overreacted. I can't remember what we did week two, though. I'm assuming we came out one. but We probably played like the Lions or something. Yeah. All right, Riley's back. Why was it spicy, Riley? I just – I feel like every other year he could, but all of his – not all, but, like, his wide receiver one or should be wide receiver one that we just drafted. We have a couple pieces at wide receiver. I feel like they – he owes it 
he doesn't owe it to them. I think if he's smart, he goes to mini camp and gets them used to his throwing style. Cause I feel like it's harder for them to adjust than him to adjust to them. I, I don't know. I feel like it, it'd be different almost any other year, but having this many new weapons, I, I don't think that'd be smart. to miss. Yeah. And that's a good point. I, I guess I, I agree with that more. And while, while you dropped out, <clears throat> I did declare it a spicy meatball because it was a mandatory mini camp. I, I don't think it would be that spicy if it was one of the, uh, what you call like non-mandatory. What, what's what optional? Voluntary. Voluntary camps. Like, because to Mike's point there, like if it's voluntary, might well just let love get the get the snaps. But kind of reiterating stuff. Riley dropped out here for about a minute, maybe. Yeah. So my thinking on this is that the last two years, the COVID year and last year, he he comes in, has an excellent season. It's almost beneficial that he's not throwing the ball more often. So I doubt that he just walked into training camp and hadn't thrown a football, but taking too many reps at this stage in his career could be bad for him as well. I think. Yeah. I, I don't think that necessarily. I think it's just more, if we can get a competent backup quarterback that can write a ship to withhold like a six week, Rodgers injury because I think he, if it's anything if he's hurt for anything more than six weeks you're absolutely scrambling so a quarterback that can win three games of the six that he's out for yeah and if he if he is to go down I mean I don't think we're winning uh the you know the the conference I guess so I don't think it's going to be the one seed will be yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't imagine anybody who gets a quarterback hurt ends up with a one seat. That's true too. But I think it's Rogers is more, more so than most. Than most. Yeah. I would agree, but he doesn't need to be there. So how how many jalapenos Riley? It's out of five. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a three kind of slightly over half. He, I, most years he wouldn't, but this year I, I think he should be there. So pretty spicy, but not the spiciest thing. I'll give it a three as well. We'll, we'll come to it. I, and I've already said this, but I'm just happy that we don't have to deal with the backlash mm-hmm. of people being like, oh, Rogers doesn't give a shit, like type media coverage that, that happens. And I don't know if the team really feels that, but I'm, I'm a little, sick of that like over it but I, I think i'm over it to the point where like it doesn't really bother me i'm like he'll be there and he's gonna be the best in the league so who gives a shit yeah so i like defending rogers the people who want to shit out so maybe that's why i didn't want him to show up yeah yeah i think we are definitely in that camp like riley where do you stand with that like are you an adamant defender are you like we- i am for the for the most part, but I, I didn't like how he handled the last two years, but I will defend him like 90% of the time. There's a few instances where I'd be like, all right, he's kind of getting a little too much, but I will defend him almost every time. Yeah. I'm too far the way. Like I'd be like, 
And it's him. Let I him feel, like whatever he does, I'm fine with. Yeah, and I feel like I don't know if it's the same with you, Pat, but like just even moving out of Wisconsin, you get told everything. I, I don't know if it's magnified, but like every time Rogers does something, like three people are texting me down here. So I have to put up with that. I don't know if it's the same for you, but yeah, probably not quite as much. I don't have as many sports friends as you outside of Wisconsin. Um, but when I do go into work, there's Bears guys, there's this guys, there's a surprising amount of Packers guys. And that our Packers guy, he's the one that I talk to the most. He's he's sick of Rogers. He's he's in the camp that like is he is he above 40 on. years old? What's that? Is he above 40 years old? No, he's probably your age, oh. I would think. Maybe a little bit older than you, younger than me, though. I was going to say, I feel like most of the people who are sick of Rodgers are like, we're big Brett Favre guys. Yeah. And not well, everybody, but. I, I think. Feel, sorry. Also, I think people are getting sick of the drama aspect yeah. of it. Even people who love Rodgers, I think, are starting to be like, all right, this is a little bit much. And people were getting that way with Favre towards the end of his time. Yeah, this is like just a saga. Like they had the ESPN commercial where they had the uh, like uh, lighthouses if he was coming back. I, I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, this is for Rogers or for? Uh... It was for Favre, like when he retired. Like ESPN had a commercial like where if the light was on, it meant Rogers was coming back. <laughs> or if it like blinked twice. Or Favre, not Rogers. It meant if it blinked twice, he was retiring. If it blinked once, he was coming back. And they would just be, like, running back and forth every day. They'd be like, oh, he's coming back. Oh, he's retiring. Like, Yeah. So uh, I think the, the, the biggest difference between the Rodgers and the Favre situations is Favre sat down, told them he was retiring, had a big press conference, sat out the entire summer, didn't come to – like this first mandatory camp and then training camp comes around and he's like, wait a minute. I think I do want to play football. And we knew we had somebody that could play football really well. Right. So you've made that point fast, Pat, that if Aaron Rodgers isn't that good, they accept him. They let him come back. They do everything correctly. Right. The big difference is, is that he actually sat down and said, I don't want to play football anymore. And once you do that, the team, like, sets up to move up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a point that I hammered home, I don't know if this was the point you're trying to get across, but it seemed like somebody knew Rodgers was going to be pretty special. Like, whereas yeah, I don't feel as comfortable with love, more so because when Rodgers does this shit, he has all the leverage. Like, I feel like if if someone in the Packers, like, office was like hey love's gonna be have like an 80 passer rating his first year like i think they would be like all right let's cut the ties like let's see what this can grow into but to but be also, fair rogers wasn't that guy in year one right so they had a losing season in year one and he wasn't that guy in any real games moving up to that nobody was like we need to trade him for a first round pick nobody was like getting at that because he was not that guy that impressed us as fans. Yeah. I eventually did, but I mean his first year. So 
I think he got in a couple times in 07. I think he had a huge game against the Cowboys. Yep. And because he had, so in 07, he had 218 yards, one touchdown, and 106 passer rating. So I think that's the game he got in against the Cowboys and kind of lit him up. And then the first year you talk about where it sounds like he wasn't that good, man, that was just like a team like readjusted. Because he had 4,038 yards, 28 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, and a 94 passer rating. So, like, so, but if, you, if you told them that that Love was going to come out and put up those kind of numbers, I think they would have been like, let's roll the dice. The previous year, they were in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, but I mean. And then they uh, didn't win games. Yeah, That's but I don't think fell on Rodgers either. Like, I do think that that team that made it to the NFC Championship game, I, I can't remember exactly what our stats were, what our roster was, but I remember, like, being there and, like, the NFC seemed down that year because it seemed like that – I mean, that was the Patriots' undefeated season, so. so well, so the the year that – like the last the last far beer, Dallas was really good. Obviously, the Giants were pretty good. I remember that. But to the reason you get four thousand yards is because you're behind in games and you need to catch up. Yeah. Right. So you get a lot more passing yards when you're trying to catch up than you do when you're in the lead. See, so I even re- I even defend uh, former Rodgers, but I bet you if you look back, uh, I'm just. Know- Packers. I'm just saying fans weren't like this, this like thing that loved Rodgers when he first got, got the job. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Nobody was saying this guy's a hall of famer. We need to get him in the game, kick Brett Favre out of the, out of the Packers. Nobody was saying Brett Favre retired and everybody moved on. What Wait, What year would it have been that he took over? Cause yeah, no, I, I was an adamant, like, same as I am for Rodgers, like, just keep far, like, do whatever you need to keep far. Yeah, so, I'm in the same boat, right? Like, but looking back at it, you retire, that's the shit that happens. So, Rodgers' first year, let me go, how many won? So, we lost Atlanta by a field goal, lost to Tennessee in overtime by a field goal, lost to the Vikings by one, lost to Carolina by four. Lost to Houston by three, lost to Jacksonville by four, lost to Chicago by three. So I mean, they were like, if so, half Pat, of those hold on a were, second here. We lost to Jacksonville. That's all you need to say. Let me see this Jacksonville team. That might have been when they had their semi. They might have been good here. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not like, but you might lose to that. Like that's the NFL though. A lot of te- a lot of games are by three or four because they come back late. Yeah, no, and I and I agree. Like I think Favre would have won some of those games that he lost. Like it's a, it was the growing pains of it. Right, and it it could easily be a confidence in your quarterback thing, right? That oh, Brett Favre's here. We're gonna figure out how to win this game, and it's like, wow, well, we got Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. You know what I mean? 
And here's Mike just begging for extra spicy meatballs again or extra jalapenos. So to pretend you only get three, Mike, you only get three. I don't want an extra spicy meatball. I just want to say that your mentality around the people that are leading your team definitely matters whether you win or not. Right? Oh, I agree with that. The leader is a fucking shit show. You underperform. And if you think the leader is fucking awesome as hell, you overperform. That's the way things go. That is the spicy meatball. Mike only got three jalapenos. He begged for that extra jalapeno. <laughs> Give not. me an extra one. <laughs> Could not get us to swear. <laughs> so I think we're going to roll into crushing dingers with the brewers here. And I, Kurt, I think I uh, jinxed the shit out of the brewers. Because <laughs> the last episode I started talking about how hot they were. And it was right after that doubleheader win. Uh, versus Chicago or at, in Wrigley. So ever since I've said that, we have lost one, two, three, four, five, five. So we lost five and won one over this stretch. <laughs> uh, and we could have lost six, but on the other hand, we could have probably won two because Brewers come back late against the Padres. I think they were down four to nothing until four to one, I think. Okay, four to one until the ninth and then yeah yeah riley's right and then mccutcheon gets a walk-off hit um we have a game there that i want to look up where burns did not pitch like burns whoever he was dealing against was you guys remember who he was it might have been the cubs loss eight to seven no it was definitely against san diego oh was it yeah Dude threw a Corbin shot. Burns pitched the seven nothing loss. Yeah, and he pitched three and a half, or three innings pitched, uh, eight hits, five runs, five earned runs. And Musgrove, uh, that Joe Musgrove had a no hitter into the eighth inning yeah. on that one. So the bats definitely aren't there. Some poor. Pitching performances. Um, the game Ashby pitched, he didn't actually pitch that bad, but I don't know. It doesn't hurt San Diego's a good baseball team, and we went into their their home territory and stole a series, but they came back and swung their dicks out on us. So two, they shut us out in two games, and then they beat us in extra innings last night. Yeah, Sunday night. So and, yeah, and we still have quite a, a couple injuries, two or three injuries. I think one or two guys are due to come back tomorrow, which is Tuesday. So I'm sure if you're listening to this, they're coming back tonight or yesterday. So yeah, they're okay. not playing tonight. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so Adamus is uh, back in Milwaukee, though. Yeah, he's he's the one of them that should be back tomorrow. So that hopefully that turns around something, gets the bats going. And that'll be big for for the team there, too. The only thing that was weird to me, and maybe they've said this on one of the broadcasts, but they sent them on a rehab assignment to Carolina, which is the A-ball. And, like, so because that was said, I was like, oh, that must be, like, the A-plus ball. So I looked it up in the Rattlers in – where are they? 
Green Bay. They're not in Green Bay. Oshkosh. They're in uh, Fox, Fox, Fox Valley. Valley or whatever. But um, what is it, though? That's the A-plus team. So, so they sent him down to, like, regular all A-ball. I mean, I know there's, like, rookie ball. So it wasn't rookie ball, but, like. Is it Wisconsin Timber Rattlers? I think it's yeah, Wisconsin it is. Timber Rattlers. Okay, yeah, they're up in, like, the Oshkosh Appleton area. Yeah, they're in Appleton. Yeah, but that the thing that's weird to me, though, about is, re- like, why why all the way down to single A when you can send them to A-plus and keep them in Wisconsin or, like, fairly close? Because I was, like, I thought it was smart because I was, like, oh, maybe we're, like, on an East Coast trip, so they're <laughs> sending them over there. So, like, once we're on the East Coast, but. I don't think that's how it played out. Maybe he chooses. Who? Yeah, I guess maybe he has family in the area. Um, or like he's like, oh, I love playing ball here. Like, send me back there. Let me just rake on some of these A pitchers. And oh yeah, we definitely need him back, and we need Renfro back. Uh, I'm gonna take a quick look here, but Renfro. Let me read his. So Renfro is eligible to be activated Friday, but the Brewers are expected to give him a few more days uh, or a few more days of running to test him, his hamstring. And then Willie Adamas ankle slash quadriceps is expected to be reinstated from the 10 day DL injury list prior to Tuesday's series opener versus the Phillies. So we do need these guys back. For sure. Because, yeah, our offense went quiet with uh, yeah. without those guys in the lineup. So I think we have to remember that we're on the end of, like, a pretty long, like, uh, game streak as well. I want to say, like, 15 to 20 games where we didn't have a day off. We just got our first day off on Monday. Today. The day we're recording this. And yeah. Hopefully that will reset some guys. Yeah, yeah, because we need something. Peterson's hitting the ball all right. Um, Wong crushed two dongs the other day, but but yeah, definitely, definitely need a reset. Yeah, but I think it was all me. It was all me cursing them. I was like, dang, we're looking good. We got two guys down. We're still winning games. And that all came to a halt right, right after I said that. I think even with five losses out of our last six games that we are still in contention to win a hundred games. We're right there. Yeah. You're our math guy on the show. So we'll, we'll, we'll just take that for fun. What's the record right now? So we are 33 and 23. So still 10 games above 500. And we only have a half game lead over the Cardinals right now. So. Yeah. They should still be. Slightly projected over a hundred, right? Probably not. No, just kidding. What math would you even do? You do so it's no. 55 divided by 162 or 162 divided by 55. That's not total number of games played, and then times that by the number of wins, which is 33. That's not right. No, because what you would do. Is you would you do 162 divided by the total number of games. That's what percentage of games you're at. Or wait. You guys are wrong right around. now. No, no, we're at so you would take 33 divided by 56. That would be our win percentage. 
30 times that by 162, and that would be how many games we're doing. So do that quick in your computer. Because <laughs> right now I'm at 97. So that sounds, that sounds about right. So 33. I was thinking quick like somewhere between 100 and like 95 ish. So our win percentage right now is uh, 58.9%, and then times. 162 and you get 95. I think that would be the best way to do it. So if you maybe my math that, is wrong. I think you if you keep that win percentage and, and apply it to 162 games, you're gonna get 95 wins. So I think that your your reasoning is not bad, right? But that's what that's it that's the what the projected <laughs> total would be if if everything stayed the same yeah I, I so mean, I up at 97.2 by taking 162 or yeah divided by 55 so uh, to give you uh, the total number of games played uh, and then project it out to, uh, times 33 according to teamrankings.com their final record projected is 91 and a half and 70 and a half. What? So I don't know if that I'm just oh okay. I, I don't know if that's the betting. Yeah, probably. If it's the betting, take it. This is an anomaly. We're not gonna have another five out of six losses the whole year. There not financial advice. Yep. Easy money, money in the bank. But yeah, that that will about do it for our brewers coverage for the week. Let me check one more thing. So still in first in the division. And then I think that would give us a two and a half game lead on a wild card spot still as well. So, so even if we fall out of the division lead, the Cardinals hold a two game lead in the wild card. So we're still sitting all right, should be sitting better. And I'm going to take the blame for this one by calling them hot when their when their flame was coming to a dull roar. All right. So from there, I'm trying to think, what are the sports I cover again? Oh, we had golf. So we are going to take a sharp left turn with Mike while I do my homework again. So I'm sadly enough, I don't have enough information to really extend Pat's time so that he can do a lot of research here. Um, I know that Martin Truex Jr. finished sixth in, oh, no, what was this stupid race called? Worldwide Technology Raceway. Uh, the Illinois 3, the yeah, the Illinois 300 presented by somebody. I just said it, so we're good. We got it covered. All right. The Yeah, see, you shouldn't be helping me out. That way you can be studying up on what you need to study. I forgot golf this week. Martin Truex Jr. finished sixth. He, I'm not sure if he led any laps, but that's a good finish. I can deal with that. We need him to get a win here before too long. It's getting a little ridiculous. So, all right. So, are we going to start putting her in the hole with Pat? Putting her in the hole with Pat. All right. So, Tringali made a cut, uh, finished the weekend plus four, won $32,000. So, our Tringali is hot. And I think 
I'll have to look this up. I think we have Craig on next week. I got to text him again because I think that's going to be before the U.S. Open. The U.S. Open just happened, right? That was the PGA Championship, I'm pretty sure. Oh, all right, whatever. Yeah, the British they, they Open, seem, I thought, was coming next. They seem similar. And I don't think Gooch played in this one. So we don't got a Gooch spotting in in golf this week. So Tringali carried carried the torch for us, got us a 48th place finish. Um, my boy that I wanted to hop ship to, Cameron Young, that was wearing the MLB thing on his sleeve, he sh- shit the bed and got 60th. So he's not as hot as I thought he was. So It's probably just like two strokes. Let me see. So he, three strokes. So good call. Uh, that's kind of a lot in golf, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So let me see. What do we get for FedEx? We got 10. 10 FedEx points on him. But let me see one more thing. Because so we had the match. Oh, shit. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the match. That was that was absolutely electric. So put her hole in the pack. The match edition. Aaron Rodgers is just a fucking monster. We get to the talk about him more on this show but man he looked amazing and i didn't get to go back and watch the end of it so i only got like the first eight holes in and then i had to, had to work but i was absolutely loving that like tom brady he was funny as fuck i thought like when he hit the one shot and it, he hit it chunky and he was like yeah that one's a little chunky and so i call that a little josh alleny i thought that was like Pretty good. And like Josh Allen, just like, I don't know. He took it well, but it was, it was funny. But so I had a lot of fun watching. That. I felt like Josh Allen was the guy that didn't fit. Right. Everybody else there and granted like Rogers and Brady are just, they're 38 or whatever, 39, 40, 44, whatever Brady is these days. So they're like a little bit more mature, but Allen just felt like stiff. Like he had to say the right things where Mahomes doesn't seem like that. He's out there drinking beer, like doing what normal guys do on the, on the golf course. And Alan just felt like he was, they asked him like what he needs to do. He's like, well, I need to show up this, this hole because I haven't showed up the whole, the whole course or whatever. Yeah. Taking it a little too seriously or something. But well, he just like it just felt stiff the interview part that I saw with him. And I get that Brady and Rogers are like the vets and like they can basically like do anything that they want. And nobody's like their fans are their fans and their people that hate them already hate them. Like it's it's done. You you're not getting new fans. I think Brady has since he moved to Tampa Bay. Oh, but for the I, most part, I'm a big Brady fan as a person now. He just yeah. see, seeing him out there doing stuff like that. And even the last one that he played in, I was kind of, I kind of came to the conclusion that like he is the Michael Jordan of football. Because like when you watch the last dance with Michael Jordan, at least when I was watching it, I was like, that guy is just naturally super cool person. Like it doesn't come like nothing with him is forced. If he's giving you shit, it's usually pretty funny. And just like the extra antics they do, they're just like cool things. Like I definitely was not born with that shit in me. Like there's nothing oh, yeah. I do that's cool. Like 
But like Brady, I'm just like, yeah, it's just he's got it. Like he's got whatever it is. I mean, he's quite possibly the greatest quarterback to ever play. Some would argue. I mean, whatever. His trophies speak volumes. Yeah. And just like off the field, just just a cool dude that it seems like it'd be a fun time to hang out with. Right. I think that it would have been more interesting to have a guy like Burrow because Burrow has been outspoken and like he doesn't say the right stuff. He's like, I'm going to whoop your ass, you know, like shit like that. And I think it would have been more interesting with someone like that. Now, I get why you put those are the four best quarterbacks in the league right now. Right. So two that have the resume and two that have the potential. Three that kind of. With what Mahomes? I mean, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. But yeah, no, I guess if you had to pick an odd man out, it would be Josh Allen. I thought he hung in there fine. the The last one where it was Rogers and DeChambeau and uh, Brady and Mickelson. So, um, definitely DeChambeau ruined the vibe and that stuff, like. Because Mickelson, he's another guy that's like a cool motherfucker that like makes it entertaining. And you could tell he was taken upon himself to like be a little bit extra because uh, Bryson was not helping him out at all. Like there's like one where he's like, what, what are you reading on this putt? He's like, wouldn't you like to know? And then like, he's like, dude, we're doing this. You could tell like on Phil's face, he was like, we're doing this for like the fans to get like an inside look at our game. Like not yeah, we're promoting here, not <laughs> yeah, like going after each other's throats. And but I this one was was better. But and, hey, and like Phil was probably put from the other side of the green. Yeah. The sham. I didn't watch the first one. I only and I only got like the last half and Alan wasn't on the mic at all. Like his they said his headset was broke. I just assumed that he didn't want to talk. Yeah. I mean, he was fine. I, I don't think I don't think I watched a single poll of this. And I know that's going to hurt you guys, but this – I missed out. I mean, it's you. It was – You missed I, I All I heard about it was, like, the two trash talk lines and then the fans getting pelted by golf balls. And that's probably what I would have tuned in for. Like and I, that, was, that was electric. Yeah, that's what I wish I would have saw live. <laughs> it is funny because, like, Brady is, like, out there, like, on the tee box. And he's, like, looking at the fans. And he's, like, what are you guys doing? He's, like, back up. You guys are going to get hurt. Like, he's, like, we're not we're not pro golfers. We're, and they're, like, standing in on them, like, as tight as they would for, like, pro golf. Like, mm-hmm. and they're, like, no, there's, like, air in this. <laughs> and, like – if you said all four of those guys would whoop my ass and go like, Oh yeah. I like, they're like, Alan wasn't that good, but there wasn't like, at least when I was watching, there wasn't many shots like where they didn't strike the ball at least. Well, like never like just like swung and kind of missed it. And the ball rolled a little bit. <laughs> so the other thing is, is that they probably play way longer than any of us. Because they have more like natural power, right? Wait, they hit it way further, or what? Yeah, 
Oh, so yeah. like, yes, yes, the average yeah. player's like, oh yeah, I hit it like 350 on my average drive. Nobody fucking hits 350 unless you're a really good golfer. Yeah, and that was like another funny thing. So like Brady swung one time, and the the golf analysis announcer. So they had JJ Watt on there too, but the actual golf guy was like, yeah, his swing speed's like I think it was like 208 miles per hour. Maybe that's crazy. I don't know. Anyways, but he was like, that's like the tour average. And then they pull up the tour average and it was like four miles an hour faster than the tour average. So Damn. I'm yeah. curious because I swing out of my ass. I got to go to one of those simulators and see. But me swinging out of my ass probably gets me like 40 miles an hour below the tour average. Like, <laughs> Right. So I like I'm like lucky if I'm hitting it like. If I hit it 250, I'm like, damn, I got into that. Yeah. I, I can't so. even I I can't even figure out how to drive it straight. So if I like hit the fairway 50% of the time, I'm at oh, so. I would be too. Cause like I said, like <laughs> I never I never go up to a tee and be like, okay, this hole's 315 yards. I hit my five iron, whatever, 170 yards, like. So two five irons and I'm and I'm there or like a five iron like that's not what I think at all. I say I would say fifty percent of the golf fun for me happens by swinging as hard as I can on my mm-hmm. and seeing where they go. So that's probably why I'll never be good at golf. I think there's there's golfers and there's hackers and like I'm definitely a hacker. So I would say if you want to be good at golf, figure out your short. Yeah, no, and I, I don't do that as much as I should. Cause yeah. So my my great uncle that passed away this this uh this spring, I went out with him probably it must have been 10 years ago now, right? But he's like he's pulling out his driver on the VA's first par three, which is like I don't know, maybe like 140 yards. He's pulling out his driver. He beat me by no shit, at least like six strokes, seven strokes. And he can drive the ball maybe 150 yards. Yeah. No, I mean, there's something to that. Because I, yeah, I've golfed with a buddy that is, he was definitely better than me, but I could hit the ball way further than him. And not only could I hit the ball for, like, he didn't choose to hit the ball far. Like, he would, he would definitely have the hole mapped out where he's like, okay. Like I just said, like he hits his seven iron 150 yards. He knows he's not going to get a 300 yard drive to get on. So he hits his seven iron, which maybe is his best club, 150 yards. Then he hits his seven iron again and he's on. And like where I outdrove him by 50 yards on that one, he maybe hit a 200, not where I want to be. Then I have to like figure out what club I need to use from. Yeah. So I don't know. But never, never will I ever not use a driver on a par four or or longer. Agreed. Amen. All right. That was putting her in the hole with Pat. Uh, Rogers knocked in the game winning putt just to prove how big of a beast he was. Oh, and let's let's be honest, Rogers is the best golfer out of those four, too. He Pretty was easily. 
Yeah. Mahomes was playing out of his ass is the way it sounded. And he was, I think Rodgers was still better. Yeah, Mahomes was real good. Brady was real, in my opinion. Like, Josh Allen was, like, probably five times. Times is a lot. I think I could golf with Josh Allen, and I wouldn't feel, other than the driving aspect of it, I wouldn't feel too awful. But he would still end up beating. But, like, Rodgers, I think Rodgers would get annoyed playing with me. What did they shoot, like, as a group? Like I don't really remember. But let me was know. it like mid eighties or was it close to par? So they were playing uh, match play. So I am only getting the match play score here because it only ended up winning by one. But they only played twelve holes. So like I don't know. The scoring was off. They were basically par or birdie. Everything. Okay. But then it was also, what do you call it? Like a scramble or type. No, so I think it's a best ball, right? So they both played their ball. They didn't play the same ball. Scramble was the same ball. They played, so they played their own ball. So how it was, was they drove. They took the best drive. Then they played from the best drive. But after the best drive, they just played their own ball. If yeah, I don't know what that is. It was like a hybrid scramble. Okay. Basically. Yeah, I don't – maybe there's a name for it. But. All right, so the match. from there, we we're going to go to grunting with Pat, and uh, Nadal won the French Open. That's all I got to say. So wins another title. I don't know how many that is, but it's a lot. 91 career, 11 doubles. Yeah, I don't know how many major titles that is. He has got quite a few, 91 in his career. And that was grunting with Pat. Back of the onion bag, is there any soccer news? Uh, I guess I can. The U.S. played two games, friendly games, basically exhibitions. And it's it's kind of uncharacteristic to do it this early, but this is kind of their time to tune up before the World Cup because they'll go into their seasons quickly before that. But for once, we played two actually really good teams, and we beat like the 24th ranked team, Morocco, three to nothing. And we tied Uruguay, who is like kind of a dark horse for the World Cup. Usually, uh, we tied them zero to zero, really exciting, but actually pretty positive for it's looking a little better than most people thought with the US team. So I got one thing on back of the onion bag. Did you see? I don't know the soccer player's name, but calling out the U.S. fan for not being good soccer player. Yeah. That guy so, That made no, me, like, solidify no. my, my pick for cheering for Brazil. So, the thing like, what know most your people place, don't buddy. understand, the, the thing most people don't understand is the, the tickets for soccer games are, like, super overpriced in the U.S. market, and they play in the same city every time. So, most – Nations play like England will play in London most of the time. Whoever will play in their capital city, the U.S. will tour around. But for some reason, they stick in like not so good of cities and then charge 100 bucks for nosebleeds for a game that they don't like care about. And like their whole ticketing like setup is really bad. So I, I do agree with him. Like there's no reason you should be shelling out hundred some bucks to watch them play 
a, a game that doesn't matter. So I, I do agree with that. Like the the marquee games, they should charge that. But when you're playing like third world countries, some like this game coming up in Austin, I was trying to go to ninety five bucks for nosebleeds to play Granada. They play Granada. I couldn't. I'm a huge soccer fan. I couldn't tell you one player on that team. So it's just it, like it, their ticketing doesn't make sense. So. I mean, if he's calling out like more of the establishment, I don't mind. That's it. what I just saw like a snip of it. And I felt like he was calling me out. And I was like, buddy, <laughs> wait your turn. We'll tune into you when it's time. Probably not even with the, with the football season going on at the same time. No, I actually, I'm going to try to be a decent world cup. Yeah. Man, but the, and all the US games. Yeah, no. And I guess if you don't, if you don't know the story, which like 99.9% of fans, I did like, you know, a high percentage don't like you. That's what you assume, which is kind of the dangerous thing. But all the World Cup games are like, there's one Monday, Friday, and like Tuesday for the US. So they're not interfering with any NFL games, at least the group stage. So that's oh, all I'm worried yeah. about. Nice. Yep. Yep. Do you know what? about what time they're going to be playing? Or yep. So all the U.S. games, I think, are 1 o'clock Eastern time. Okay. That might be good. So it's about his best-case scenario, because otherwise it was like 4 or 5 a.m. or like 9 a.m. And the U.S. is definitely in to the group yes, stage. Yep, anyway. yep. The group stage is set. So they so ukraine and they had a little european playoff to for the final spot that happened this weekend so everything now for our stage or our group is finalized so ukraine actually beat scotland so ukraine beat scotland but lost to wales to go to the world Cup. Uh, i thought <laughs> yeah. they, i thought they were setting that up i was gonna say if they made it i would have felt there was some some sort yeah. of yeah and i I watched the game too to go to it, it and like you almost feel bad for Ukraine because they they were like the better team had the better chances and they just lost out of just unluckiness I guess. Yeah, I think if you didn't feel bad for them, you'd be kind of a prick. Like not even just for <laughs> the soccer aspect, but like that could be like such an uplifting thing to look forward. That mm-hmm. we should petition to FIFA, just throw them in. Let them let them in a group. Like, let's see what they do. That's actually been like a common. There's been like a couple like famous soccer like announcers or pundits or reporters saying that. So it's not too far fetched. I like it, especially if they (laughs) miss by one. I I guess, Mike, come lay the hammer on that. There's my spicy meatball. We'll throw it back. Ukraine should make uh, (laughs) the FIFA World Cup just by. Because just because the they got in a war? Yeah. Fuck them. I mean, so like I'm not saying I'm not saying that I want Ukraine to be taken over, but you don't give something like athletically just because something bad happened to you. Right? right. I don't know. There we go. Mike says fuck Ukraine. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like do you guys think you should just give away like a so, playoff berth because say Jerry Judy got in a car accident? I mean, so he was at fault there. That maybe that's the problem. No, I don't. I, I don't agree with this. So that's a bad example. Let's say if 
player dies on your team, right? So uh, preseason, Corey Stringer dies on the Vikings team. Do you give them a playoff spot just because something like terrible happened to them? No. So, yeah, I, I agree with, I think it would be a bad precedent set if, if you're like, okay, if, if this is a hard time, because I'm sure there's like an African country out there. This is going to show off how ignorant we are. That's not African. <laughs> let's, let's just say like there's a country out there. there. Okay. There's a country out there that's going through rough, like a famine or some sort of like drought or, or some ridiculousness that's not going to make the World Cup because whatever. Like, because they're not good enough to make the World Cup. I mean, like, like let's be fair here. The U.S. doesn't make the World Cup on occasion because we don't give a fuck about soccer, right? Yeah. There's, there's a lot of teams <laughs> that don't make it and they dump everything into it. And the U.S. just doesn't make it because – they don't try hard enough, yeah. right? And, and like most countries, it isn't that they're not trying hard. Yeah, that's like their World Cup. Of and to be fair, the Ukraine team, like half the team couldn't train for like three months. So I understand there's like a disadvantage, but yeah, there's no way. Because then you got to, every time something happens, you're like, oh, we got to let X country in. Or... Yeah. But so, I mean... I mean Here's conspiracy theory. Mike is coming out. Conspiracy <laughs> theory. Mike is coming out. So let's say a country's like about to like go under, and they just say, "Hey, Putin, attack us so that we can uh, get into the World Cup. We need we need the extra revenue." Sure, I think that. Like that I think world a, leaders that was can a strange be that. Not that can like be that shitty. No, I don't think it's that shitty, but I think that's that, that it's stupid. Like it's super, like, I don't think there'd be like any point where it's like, oh, it'll help if uh, we get invaded and can go to the world cup. Like, I mean, maybe it will like stimulate your market for like a weekend. Uh, the beer sales will be up or something. We've got some hot. Yeah, so that's, that's probably like a pretty stupid uh, drunk take on my part. I apologize. No, let me have no. another drink. The the one argument you could make, because like I do, uh, again, I don't believe this. They should, but like they are, in like maybe like on their rankings this time. This might not be true, but they could probably beat half the teams in the World Cup, including the U.S. So it's not like they definitely deserve ranking wise to be there, but obviously they didn't win the games when they matter. So. Yeah. So how yeah, does that work? <laughs> um, so every continent gets X number of teams depending on how good they are. So like North America gets four and a half teams. Oceania gets one and a half teams. Those half teams like play playoffs to go to the World Cup. But it's just depending on how good your continent is. So like obviously Europe, half the teams are from Europe probably. Middle East probably has a couple. Africa probably has a handful. So it just depends. Continent so continent. So based on like the pro level of play in America, based like that's what gives the total number that they get. I don't think so. I think it's like 
dependent on your FIFA rankings, like average it out. Like this, I could be way off. This is my guess. Um, I think they average the FIFA rankings out. I know that, but like I don't know like what determines how many teams from each continent. So like the higher average rankings, the more teams you get. Because I think this year they were fluctuating between like the U.S. or sorry, North America getting an extra spot, or like an Africa continent gets an extra spot. But since the North American teams are ranked lower, the Africa teams got like an extra spot this year. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I think you're explaining it pretty good because I looked it up one time beforehand and it's basically exactly what riley said like your more more of your good teams are from europe so they get the more and obviously there's more countries there too yeah yeah like but it seems like maybe there should be a better way of doing it because they do like have different continents square off for those Mm -hmm. final playoff spots like yeah and australia plays in asia too like they don't even yeah play yeah no that's right no so next World Cup they're this is kind of getting controversial but they're expanding the pool of teams so basically the U S at this point if they don't make a World Cup well next so in twenty twenty six when it's the North American World Cup will automatically go because we're hosting but from there on out if we don't make a World Cup it's gonna be like a huge failure because like. North America might get like six, seven, eight teams in the World Cup. It's just expanding in general. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a business decision on their part, too. Because as yeah. much as people said they enjoyed the last World Cup, not having to worry about the United States losing it. Like, I, I talked to a lot of people who were like, oh, it was kind of nice watching a World Cup and like being able to appreciate the soccer from the other countries. But I'm sure they lost a lot of money when yeah so from so it went like south africa and brazil were 2010 and like 2014 or 2012 and 2016 one of those combinations u.s were the second most like ticket buying country and then going into qatar they're the second most buying country so like they're loot they're they believe it or not the u.s like has a big traveling fan base that goes over to those well they just got people with money um yeah exactly <laughs> yeah but everywhere's got people with money more more people with money i guess like per capita yeah i mean that's the right okay so you're saying our like the number of people that have money yeah is higher in the in in america than it is say in like qatar which is like the yeah. royal family yeah i get that. i I think if you're like, say one of us, like, like yeah, sure, we're not going to make it to Qatar for a, a World Cup, but like, if soccer was our main sport, I think we could swing. Like, it would be expensive, but I think yeah. there's areas yeah. of the world like where the average—I would say we're all fairly average and, citizens, where the average person could. And. A lot of we have like a lot of military bases and like people abroad too that probably make up for somewhat of a decent percentage of those. I think I when I was in Qatar, we went and saw Doha 
and where the stadiums were. And it was sick, dude. Like, like and, it's, I, and it's like the first time they have, well, first time in a while they have like a World Cup in one city. So just like that's going to bring in like a ton of fans too that will stay like the whole time. And the yeah, U.S. Wow. probably has the people that can afford that compared to a lot of other countries. Uh, yeah, we went to like a nice resort for like a a day trip. Like we weren't staying at a nice resort, but they'd let us like pay like 20 bucks to use the amenities at this resort. So I'm sure that place will be packed. The only thing I'm curious about though is like drinking's like pretty taboo in Qatar. Like it's very much like drinking behind like when you talk to the locals, they're like, yeah, we drink. Maybe they would say that. Like if you caught like uh a rebel of them but yeah. they would be like we do it at our house behind closed doors like like they're not yeah. like, packing bars and like i, I don't think there's bars honestly it'll be interesting so and they're very anti-drug which i'm i'm a lot of like european teams are notorious for like drugs and like bringing them to soccer games and that type of thing so like they could it could be like really interesting i feel like Oh yeah, the whole the whole English soccer teams detained in Qatar. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that one lasts long. Enough. So that's like a death penalty in Qatar. It's yeah. not like you get jailed. It's a death penalty for drugs. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure when you get into I, the like dealing with the consulates and the embassies and shit like that, like they're gonna get their guys out. Like I, I don't have that like. Be like not Qatar. That'll be like the only place you can do drugs in the whole country. Well, yeah, no, I bet you. So I was thinking that when I was there, I was like, they gotta have something that loosens up these, these drinking laws. Cause you're going to have Americans, Englishmen. I don't know if Ireland made it, but anyways, lots of countries with rich well, drinking history, Germans. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. It'll be, it'll be interesting. They'll sweat it out. All right. So that was back of the onion bag. You got any more on your back of the onion bag, Riley? No. U.S. Well, other than – so Dallas doesn't play for a while. U.S. plays two games coming up against, like I said, Granada, which they should throttle them like 8 nothing, And then another game away um, against El Salvador maybe. but. I, other than that, there's not much soccer going on for a while. I got one last question. So with Canada, Mexico, and the United States all being the host countries, did, did all three of those get automatic bids to the World Cup? The- yeah, and all of them are good enough to get automatic bids. So, like, that was, like, not very controversial. The one was Qatar, obviously, because – the the teams that don't have the good national team that get the country or get the host bids are usually like controversial, but yeah, Canada, Mexico, U.S. were probably good enough to make it. Period. And like I said, that's the year they had the expanded World Cup, so it, there wasn't too much controversy. Con- controversial. Con- yeah, what's the right word? Controversy. Jeez. Yeah, that word. Yeah. Uh, I think we still said it wrong, but, 
but yeah, I don't hate that. I don't know soccer well enough to be like, get off my lawn. Like we shouldn't have so many people qualifying for this, but I mean, it's a world freaking tournament. So like, I don't give a shit who, how, like where they draw the line of who's going to be playing in this huge tournament. Like for all I care, like you just keep doing knockout stages with, with four more teams, four more teams, four more teams until you get down to the last two teams or well, until you get to the last 16, then it turn, then it's single elimination. Um, so that doesn't bug me at all, but I'm sure it could rub a soccer fan. You guys ready for this draft today? Let me know when you guys are ready. Let's do it. Who are you giving the first pick to? All right. I think I think Pat should get the first pick for once. He always deflects it. No, I got the first pick last time. All right. Welcome okay. to our draft for this week. So I'm going to have to break this draft down a little bit. So basically, we are going to be saying the best ways to say you're going to make a bowel movement or that you're going to take a poop. So that might, these might be on the list of drafts. So we're going to draft our top four ways that we like to say that we're going to take a shit. And I just said it three different ways. So there's, there's quite a few out there. Um, We will straighten out the order right now. So I got the first pick last time and I think I guarantee if I get my one pick, I don't think you guys are going to take it. I'm going to save it till last that I'm going to win this draft, but we'll see. We got 10 votes on the last draft. Are you guys ready to roll? Ready to roll. As ready as I'll be, I think. So we're going to go Mike Riley, then me. All right. So I'm going to stick with like the fact that I feel like maybe we're not this, but I feel like we're a football podcast. I'm going to stick. I'm taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. That's a good one. My dad gave me that one today. That was my 1-1. Oh, man. I wasn't even on the same page as you. Okay. So taking the Browns to the Super Bowl, 1-1. Right. All right. That that messed up my whole sway. All right. My first pick, I think I'm going to go with pinching a loaf. Pinching a loaf. I like it. Pinching a loaf. I, I'm going to go with uh, Mike's theme. Going to stick stick to some football here, and I'm going to say hitting some pay dirt. <laughs> <laughs> going to go hit some pay dirt. Oh, I and then with my number two pick, I'm going to go dropping the kids off at the pool. Classic. Yep, yep that's classic. <laughs> and then All, right. All right. I got a saying you say beforehand. I have a brown dog scratching at the back door. Brown dog <laughs> scratching. <laughs> um, I like that one. I've never heard that. I've heard it a couple times. I've never said it, but I've, I've always liked it. <laughs> All right, Mike, you got two. All right, I got two in a row. Are we doing four? Is that that where we're at? Okay, good. Um, So I'm going to take launch a butt shuttle. (laughs) 
Mike's going to launch launching a butt shuttle. Yep. Yep. Launch a butt shuttle. That I think that's a good one. Uh, I saw Reddit today. Um, found it very amusing. I'm gonna <laughs> fill the peanut butter jar as well. Fill the peanut butter jar. Oh, that one sounds like a creamy one. <laughs> generally, generally. That I got ones for like my favorite farts too, like things to say <laughs> after you fart. My all-time favorite thing to say after I fart. Stop. Stop. I got you. <laughs> Let me get this. Let me get this. I know his. that's going to itch when it dries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That, that's my all-time favorite. But calling a fart creamy, too. I think that one's pretty good, too. All right, Riley. We're on you. All right. Um, I really like the saying. I'm going to park some bark. I say that to uh, Paige probably too many times, probably disgusting amount of times. I'm trying to break that one down. I'm going to park bark. So you're going to park a turd or no, a bark, a piece of bark. Okay. I get it. I get it. Thank you. All right. So I just won the draft guys. I'm sorry. Thank you guys for playing. So my third one isn't going to be that great. I don't think I got a couple options here, uh, but I'm going to go with, and I just learned this one recently, making an underwater sculpture. (laughs) (laughs) I never heard that one. uh, And then my winner is right here. So it's when you're with somebody, it's like a buddy or something. And you say, I'm going to take their first name. And wipe my their last name, so it would be I'm gonna take a Mike and wipe my Darty, <laughs> or, or take a Riley and wipe my Olson, <laughs> and that's my final pick. I respect both. I respect those. Those are good. Those are good. I like them. All right, my last pick. Let me. Uh, there's quite a few I want to choose between. I, I, I'm at the point where I don't use many of these, so I'm going to go with the funniest one. Oh, actually, I do use this one. I'm going to make some room for some lunch. Make room for lunch or make room for dinner before you go to the bathroom. I think I like that's it. a pretty common saying. I like that one. All right. Who's Mr. Irrelevant? Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, punish the porcelain. Ooh, that sounds. That's that sounds a good great. one. Uh, I'd like to thank whatever website I was on because that helped me a lot today. Hello, tushy.com. Cause I think we're on the same yep. one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the one. See, I think, so I did look at a little list, but most of mine were off the top of my head. All right. So I'm going to list them out and then we're going to do some honorable mentions. So what Mike has for his draft, he's going to take the Browns to the Super Bowl, going to launch a butt shuttle. Going to fill the peanut butter jar, or he's going to punish the porcelain. And Riley's going to pinch a loaf. Uh, he's got a brown dog scratching at the back door. Going to park some bark or make room for lunch. And then mine is I'm going to hit some pay dirt, drop the kids off at the pool, make an underwater sculpture, and take a Riley and wipe my Olsen. This might be your first win, Pat. <laughs> It could be, yeah. Riley won the draft last week in our 
disappointing 10 vote thing. So, so sure enough, Riley's burners played a huge difference in the, in that. I think it shows more on Mike that his fan base isn't backing him up. That kind of surprises me too. Mike has 3,700 <laughs> followers and he can't get three of them to vote. I know. I'm a little disappointed in that, guys. But, you know, I think we've had this discussion before that the followers that I have are pieces of shit. No, like they're there just to get followers to some extent. Um, some um, people want to engage a lot, but for the most part, the majority of those guys are like, if you follow me, I'll follow you. And that's, that's the deal. Or like so. complaining for likes, like, Oh, I need to get <laughs> somebody like, but anyways, let's do some honorable mentions. Uh, I think there was some good ones missed like common ones. So just taking a dump, dropping a deuce. That's what I got for common ones. Missed taking a dump, dropping a deuce, drop a dookie. Yeah, Dookie's somewhat kind of. But is there any cable? Lacing cables. I like. So I think the one that I actually probably use the most is I got to drop a bomb. Drop a bomb. Take a shit. Yeah, I guess we don't. in the bathroom. I just say. Okay. Yeah. Don't go in there for five minutes. All right. So I guess we don't need to go through all the honorable mentions, but I do. We most certainly can. You got any more? Any more on this? So for me, this draft was like, I enjoy this way too much. (laughs) Like talking about shits. That's. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about a little bit more. So this was my thing that I want you guys to add features to. So the perfect restroom. So if you owned a place, what would go? into your perfect restroom so, so sports bar you own the restroom in there and a toilet whatever toilet feature so what i got for this is features to improve public restrooms so i think i've told stories in the past about how much i hate going to the restroom in public how, how much i hate to take riley's and wipe my olsons in public <laughs> <laughs> but but so I'll give I'll give some uh, some of my ideas. So just stalls that clearly show that they're occupied, where you don't have to do the little check under to see if someone's feet or look through the crack and like make eye contact with someone that's pooping or have someone do that to you. So clearly showing it's occupied. I want stalls that go down so you at the most you can just see the shoes. I don't get why that's. Not more common. I agree. So what I don't understand is why we have like mass bathrooms at all, right? Like why not just, if you're going to do shitters, right? So toilets, why isn't it just like a locked door? A door, you go in, you lock the fucking door, and that's the fucking room. Yeah. Why do we have a room that has six shitters with like stalls. I don't get that. Easy answer is like for mass. Like you couldn't do that at a football game. Like, like at a school could. or something. You couldn't do know. that at a school or. 
football fucking game. drywall is like less than fucking lumber, less than those stalls are going to be almost for sure. I mean, if you could pull that off and it could be convenient and like room, I'm all for it. But I think there is like a point. Because then you need like, venting to each individual room probably and plumbing to each. I don't know if that would be a difference, but. I think there's definitely a reason why there's mass toilets in a public place. I think it's easy, right? So like, look at like old military barracks. Pat and I have both for sure seen these. Yeah. Maybe Riley has too. Where like it's a toilet and you're staring in the face of somebody else. Yeah. Like, which is weird. It's a weird thing. What? Yeah. That's that's how the greatest generation was shitting, Ryan. Just looking at each other in the eyes, playing rock, paper, scissors while they're pooping with each other. No shit. (laughs) Yeah, even the Vietnam vets. It's almost really goofy that even like high school locker rooms had showers that were just open, right? So seven dudes are showering at the same fucking time. Yeah. That's kind of weird. That is weird, but I agree. I feel like that's more. No, I agree. Like, and I hated it. Like now I still would say I hate it. Like, so the gym I've been going to on base has like separate stalls, but where Mike and I used to work, I called it the, the group gangbang showers. Like, that's what we had was, like, the high school locker room, which does seem kind of unnecessary, like, because you could, like, just put a curtain, curtains in these things. Yeah. But but I got used to it. Like, I was like, whatever, I'm just going to do my thing. I'm still at the point where at locker rooms is I'm not quite as uncomfortable as I was in high school, like, where I would, like, probably change in a stall or like go somewhere so I wasn't naked in front of people, but I'm still trying to be as naked as little as I can. More for other people's sake. Like I mean, whatever. I I wouldn't want to look at my dick if I wasn't me. So it's kind of how I roll. The older you get, I guess, the more that goes away. Because the place I used to swim, there was like these three old naked dudes, and they would walk walk around naked all the time. One dude had a hammer too, so I knew he was doing it on purpose. Like put his leg up on stuff. <laughs> I was like, uh, so to be fair, I was like super comfortable, probably from like my sophomore year through my senior, right? Like you seem just, like that guy. just fine. <laughs> and then like I started like like working at a gym, and I was like, this is fucking like I don't understand why we're doing this. It's fucking weird. Like to just be. Because it would be so easy to spend the extra like hundred bucks to just have stalls for every shop. Yeah, and it'd make it comfortable. But anyways, we veered off uh, the bathroom. So stalls with clearly showing it's occupied, more soundproof, so you don't got to worry about like taking a loud shit in public. Like I've definitely <laughs> had a loud one at like a Menard somewhere. I could hear a little <laughs> kid laughing. Which was kind of funny. It made me laugh. <laughs> and then uh, I already covered this, but like no cracks that little kids, well, not not even little kids, but no cracks that people could look through. I, I think the sensors on the faucets and the towel dispensers need to be way better because I have like a 60% success rate on those things. 
Like I'll go down like three different sinks before I find one. So the towel dispensers, the ones we have at work, if you rip the towel off, you get a new one, which is pretty good. Yeah. I'm pretty happy with that towel sensor. The one I have to like wave my hand under, that one's shit. <laughs> I agree. Fair. And then I would just add some music. So if this was my bar, I would have a, a shitting playlist. So like the first song I got is Push It by Salt and Pepper. So like when you're like in there, just improves it. Like, oh, push it. So just encouraging people. I like that. And like I've said in the past, I think I talk about public restrooms too much, but I want good graffiti only. Positive, positive messages scratched into the door. You can. All right, so I, I, want, would leave. I want some type of uh, scent, like mitigation. Okay. Something that's going to take the smell of shit down. I actually think that public restrooms do a way better job of this than like your home restroom, right? So you go into the bathroom at your house, you fucking light it up. Like you can walk in there 30 minutes later. And it's fucking terrible. <laughs> public restrooms <laughs> seem to not be so bad. Yeah, maybe because they're bigger. But yeah, some sort of like thing that sprays every once in a while. We had that at Fort McCoy. Because like you yep. walk in there and it would like, sometimes it would like hit you. I think it like could smell me and I smelled <laughs> bad and it would just spray when I walked by. That's what it felt like. Uh, yeah, it did seem kind of <laughs> like that. Right? Maybe we we're just both stinky fucks, but. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> Any other improvements? So we got a playlist, clearly showing it's occupied, soundproof, better sinks, better towel dispensers. Scent. Scent and, well. scent and good scent. I don't know. I think that's pretty good. All right. That sounds like the perfect bathroom. Oh, no. I'd add a, a bodet or an option for wet wipes. But, I like that. Yes. Also, I, I don't know how you do this, but like somehow fix like this weekend at the Ranger Stadium, like there's piss all over the floor, like under each stall. We need to we need to find a way to fix that. Yeah, that is always weird because, like, nobody will admit to being the person who pisses all over the floor. Like, I don't think anybody thinks they actually do it either. Like, like if you yeah. ask me, I'd be like, I don't piss on the floor. Like, I will admit, like, I probably pissed all over a floor before, like, drunk or, like, it's happened. But, like, yeah, if I've been aware of it, I've cleaned my splashes. But, yeah, there definitely needs to be some more aim control in the men's, in the men's rooms for sure. Is yeah. our, um, our, do you have many places with TVs in the bathroom? I know it's like a thing, but like, I know it's not that common. I know the one sports bar we go to, there's like three TVs above the stalls, like where you can look up and over to watch. I don't know if that's a thing. Yep. That needs to be in our bathrooms. Also. So the, Coolest pissers I've ever seen. I was up at an exercise in Superior and Duluth. And we just went to some like bar in Superior. Superior is a pretty cool city. But uh went to a bar in Superior. And there was a game where it could tell when you were like aiming. So there's probably a camera on my dick now that I think about it. But you could aim at these things. And it was like a pirate ship coming in. 
And like the better you shot, the further away you'd keep the pirate ship. It was a good time. That's so cool. And then a high score thing. You got to be able to like, be like, yes, I pissed like that. And so you got to be able to punch in your high score. I don't know if they had to have that feature, but it was fun. <laughs> Me and the guy I was with, I was like, you got to go and see these bathrooms. Like, they're awesome. You got to try to beat my score. And my first score was so good because I'm like, uh, like a child when it comes to peeing. Like, I wait <laughs> till I like really have to pee. And then I like run to the bathroom when I have to pee. Um, so I had, I had a fire hose ready to rock when I got to this game. The only thing that I didn't know there was going to be a game in there. So I had to figure out how to play the game for a second, but I still scored pretty good while figuring it out on the fly. Would you put a three point line in your, in your bathroom so that like you could make like long shots or anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. You just missed our well, Riley just was talking about how uh we need to stop pissing on the floor so much. So I think that would be counterproductive to your stop pissing on the floor too much point, Riley. But it would be fun. It is fun. I think that's yeah, something you can save for winter though. Is yeah. like draw a hoop out in the snow and then put a three-point line. That's a good idea. I remember when we were in grade school. We would definitely try to piss from the wall into the urinal. Oh, same here. <laughs> yeah, good times. It, yeah, and that's funny, like how it all comes like full circle. Like when you're a little kid, you're like back against the wall, trying to piss as far as you can. Then you get to middle school and high school, and you're hiding in a in a stall, changing before gym. I don't think I quite did that, but there's definitely people who did. And then like I. There was no chance you were going to catch me showering in the high school uh, locker room. But I live pretty close to the school. So, like, like yeah, for like so, practices and stuff, I would just go home. Yeah, and so for, like, me, I showered, like, four times a day at the high school. You were just loving it, too, you weirdo. That's it. I think after games was the only time I did. Like if I if we went out like to McDonald's or whatever after I would shower, but other than that, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't think I would care nowadays. But yeah, yeah no chance you'd catch me showering in high school in those <clears throat> in a team environment. Yeah, it was a bunch of times for me. Like I did not give a fuck at all. Mike was the one trying to pee on other people's feet and shit. Nope, no peeing on people. That's <laughs> fucking gross. Definitely had buddies that peed on people. <laughs> fucking no peeing on people. Mike's just towel over his shoulder, rolled up, ready to whip someone. One time, one time in middle school, I was peeing at lunch, and like as a joke, some kid like kind of shoved me, and like I had to move, and it ended up like. <laughs> Slightly pissing on him, and that's, that's, time. that's what you get when you yeah, get, no when you start that's what I was pushing thinking. on people. You should get pissed on, fuckers. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. I didn't feel bad. All right. Well, I think that will conclude banging on the drum for this week. All right. So thank you all for listening. We appreciate the support. I will give you guys a little bit of a numbers rundown last week. So pretty happy with where we're sitting now. 30 episodes in. Got about as many 
good listeners as we do episodes in. In uh, 12 episodes, we're going to be pros. Hopefully next week we'll have Craig on. I got to look at the golf schedule. But yes, thank you for listening. Thank you all. Yeah, so make sure you're downloading it to every phone that you see laying around, significant other's phone, whatever. Download it, play it on silent, do whatever you got to do. We want the listens just to make us feel good. Doesn't like help us in any other way that we're aware of. However, yet it will make us feel better about life. So if you want to do that, please do. Riley, what's the, do we figure out the Sun Prairie radio station you're going to be on? Listen to that. I didn't, I didn't receive it yet, but that's, that's going to be over a week away. So I should get it by then. If we have another episode, I'll say it then. If not, I'll make sure I send or we'll send links out on our Facebook and Twitter page. Yeah. So check that out. That should be cool. But yes. Sun Prairie. We're prairie dogging. Yeah. Sun Prairie. <laughs> that's good. We'll just keep mites. Where the prairie dogs roam. <laughs> all right. Thanks again for listening. Um, and all you suckers that are doubting the brewers right now, they're going to turn around. If you're still doubting them, you can eat our shorts. Roll. Eat them. Eat them. <laughs> All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't eat my shorts. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't eat my shorts. Eat them. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't eat my shorts. Eat my shorts. <laughs>